the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. More resources available online at jenniferjackson.org. This is Simply for Women. I have Joan C. Benson here with me today, and I'm, I'm thrilled. I'm just so excited to have Joan C. Benson. She is a mom. She's got four adult kids and then eight of those just absolutely perfect grandkids. <laughs> I have one perfect grandson. And then uh, uh, so many things. You're, you're a writer and you just, you serve the Lord, Joan. I, I'm appreciating that. We want to hear your story. How did you come to know the Lord? Actually, it's kind of an interesting background because uh, though my mom taught me scripture when I was really young, we prayed together, I didn't know the gospel. We were, um, I was raised as a Christian scientist as a young child, and therefore the concept of salvation was not clear at all. I, I was a young adult before I really got that message. And so um, happened to, after I was married, we happened to move to Dallas, Texas, and one of my coworkers, I was uh, working for an insurance company because I couldn't get a teaching job yet because there was a overflow of teaching, um, actually of teachers. There was a lot of teachers at that time. Anyway, my co-worker happened to have a husband who was going to Dallas Theological Seminary, so you know where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had studied at Wheaton College, and of course they wanted to share the gospel with us. And um, I was young and in love, and I was, you know, considering all of that. But they prayed for us for a number of years. The reason I bring that up is because I think I always, I know I always have a heart turned towards the Lord. What I was missing was full understanding. Can you imagine being raised in America today and not really understanding that Jesus Christ died for your sins and you just needed to invite him to come into your heart? I mean, that's pretty simple, but somehow or another, through all my years, you know, it, it didn't consolidate like that so that I really understood. And the Christian Zionist faith, Jesus is more of a way shower. It's very vague um, as far as his sacrifice for us and for our sins. So anyway, that was my experience. And that I remember praying as a child, I knew God loved me. And when I was in times of need and crisis, even uh, going to college, I remember there were some issues with the man I ended up marrying. And uh, we dated for like six years. So I would, I can remember going to the chapel by myself and just praying. So, you know, there was that, that drawing, the spiritual drawing, but I just didn't have all the pieces yet. Well, you, so, it, sometimes it is a process and it takes some time and that's okay. God is patient and loving and he, he wants us to be fully committed, doesn't he, when, once we receive him into our lives? How did you work out, you know, surrendering to him and commitment and growing in the Lord? What What do you do to keep your faith strong? Today? Yeah. 
or okay, over I the years. You were referring yeah. to back back then. Well, uh, the either one. Point, which actually took me to salvation. Um, today, I know that it, it's um, even more pressing on my heart to meditate and soak in His Word. Because we're we're living in times I've never seen before, and I'm not a youngster. I have eight grandchildren, <laughs> so <laughs> my my kids are all grown, and I uh, know that there are spiritual battles going on that I've I've never seen anything quite like this before. And so I think our times are turbulent, and I think if we don't know God's word, and if we don't set that foremost in our minds when we begin our days. Um, we're going to be uh, in jeopardy for losing the battle. And um, I, I don't want anybody you know, to lose the battle. And I'm not trying to sound, you know, over, overly um, frightening or anything, but mm-hmm. I do think that, that these are difficult, difficult days. Well, that's right. We have to stay so close to the Word of God, and we can't compromise the Word of God yeah. and His truth, and yet to... We need it. We need it's it's literally our food <laughs> to I, I just en- enjoy it and I love it. And I, I need the word of God every single day. It is foundational that and prayer mm-hmm. and uh, Christian friends and fellowship community mm-hmm. and uh, so many yeah. things that help us to grow and stay close in our faith. And even even this show. Right. <laughs> That's why right. we have the show so that we can encourage women in their faith and encourage them to keep growing and going and, and not to give up don't give up wherever you're at i want you to keep growing strong in the lord that is my prayer and my dream for the women listening to simply for women well tell yes. us tell us what projects you've been working on lately and how that's going for you okay well after i retired from teaching i had done a lot of educational publishing um, of all kinds of um, not only things that the children would be reading. I was a reading specialist when I was teaching, so uh, that all played right into it, and I was able to get work. And so I knew a lot about – I grew as a writer during that period of time because I was doing a lot of it. Uh, so when I retired, actually, from teaching, um, it was full-time. I mean, I I just segued into writing full-time. But I, you know, it was prescriptive writing. I was doing what kinds of things the publisher wanted. And I really had this heart's longing to write, you know, God-inspired, God-breathed concepts, things that pointed people to his truth and his word. I wanted to make a difference. And I taught middle school. There was a, a particular decade where horror books were very popular and um I was very turned off by all that and tried to encourage students not to read it, but the parents would say, well, if they're reading, what difference does it make? So anyway, oh, they're so I, damaging to their heart and to their mind. Oh, my goodness, yes. And I didn't want to read about it either when the children were writing um, lots of like entries in a journal about what they had read. So anyway, that led me to this heartfelt desire to write something that would be inspiring something that would give the kids values and um what you grade know, did you teach truth. that was in i was teaching seventh grade so okay. i read a whole ton of young adult stuff so my first novel was written based on a conflict in my mom's real life growing up at the height right at the the cusp of the great depression and so 
that was in and out of drawers, <laughs> literally, and mm -hmm. on my computer files uh, for many years because the contract work always, you know, got first call because <laughs> those had deadlines. So, and it was kind of a dream. I had no idea I'd really ever be published. It was just, you know, something I wanted to do and try. Well, lo and behold, I had my first book come out um, in 2020 right in the middle of lockdown. That was exciting. <laughs> I couldn't talk to anybody about it. <laughs> oh, Except man. on the computer through Zoom. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, um, so much for learning the marketing system. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get word out about your writing. So anyway, since that time, I've, I've learned a whole lot. And um, I did continue with some educational publishing. And a couple summers ago, we were having drama in our state. I live in Virginia, and uh, the Department of Education was hovering over all the curriculum and all the ideologies of the day, and school boards were having a lot of meetings about how to deal with transgenderism in their districts. And mm -hmm. so I've, I had just gotten a project and I did a lot of, um, there were always bias and sensitivity guidelines, so I read them the night before I was supposed to start writing, and that was all standard operating procedure until I got to five pages that were different. And in those five pages, there was a lot about transgender and gay life and various designations, LGBTQ+. And that was one thing, but the other thing was they wanted me to incorporate these uh, characters in children's stories, third grade children's stories. And you and opted my, out, right? You opted not to do that. I we have about to do that. two minutes, so I want to make sure okay. we get this in here. It's really important. So you opted out of doing that, and then in, in replace of that kind of, you wrote some positive stories yes. teaching children ages like five to three. What did you, What are you writing about? We were writing about, uh, I'm actually co-authoring them with Marjorie Winger. They're under contract. One is already on Amazon as of this week. That's left exciting. One of them is about, they're all concerning how do we get children grounded very young because the world is going to be intruding. They're, they're coming to persuade our little ones that they can be whatever they want to be as far as gender goes and the... Um, the racial issues were uh, very hot and heavy and a lot of uh, feelings of oppression and I'm a victim and you're the oppressor and now all of that. So we took Bible scriptures and stories, rhythm, rhyme, bright colors. The first book is called God's ABCs and it um, basically is addressing how God's gender identification for each of us is designed before time before birth. And so his plans are good. God's plans are perfect. His and plans so, are good and perfect. Wow. So these are going to encourage children to have a strong foundation in the Lord, in his word, in the Bible, and all those good things that yes, teachers can teach them. <laughs> Thank you for teaching our kids. Thank you for loving our kids. That's Joan C. Benson. How can we find you, Joan? Real quick, shout it out. JoanCBenson.com. JoanCBenson.com. 
I want you to go there today. Get to know her, Joan C. Benson. She loves our kids so much, and I'm so proud of you. Well, I'm Jennifer Jackson. Thank you for listening to Simply for Women. I hope you go to jenniferjackson.com to learn more about the show. Have a wonderful day. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jenniferjackson.com. That's jenniferjackson.com. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.